Uh, we had some audio issues at the uh, part of this episode, and uh, we got into a discussion, and then the audio got a little funky. Uh, my fault, not my father's fault. And uh, to to play the whole thing through, you might think, oh, well, the rest of the episode's all scratchy and staticky, and I don't want to hear that. But it does clear up later. Uh, and to take out the chunk that is static and chunky... Uh, would sort of make the whole thing not make sense. So I just cut the first half of the episode, and now my father and I get into a discussion about the movie Catfish. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, we talk about it in some detail, and uh, you'll probably want to skip ahead to about the 10-minute mark where we get into a more general conversation that doesn't give away any details of the movie. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. Catfish. What did you What did you think of that? Oh, uh, um, I uh, I saw it actually with somebody I met online. And uh, what? Uh, well, hold on, real quick. Uh, for people listening at home, if you haven't seen Catfish, uh, instead of doing a spoiler alert, I, I'm going to edit this audio afterwards to tell you what portion of the show you can skip to to not hear about Catfish, so we don't ruin it for you. All right, now we can talk freely. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so I watched it with somebody I actually met online. So. I that what would do you be, mean, somebody? What I, a person, uh, a human being that whom whom I met online. What did this person look like? Uh, short, blonde hair. Um, female, if that's what you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> I mean, was she like sexy or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, she's very attractive. Yes. And I mean, I, we'd, we'd hung out before, prior oh, to... this. so was, you knew, but like you that. originally met her online? Yeah, yeah, we met online a few weeks ago. Oh my goodness. But, uh, so... But, and but, yeah. and you, had, you had your picture up online for her to see yep. you, and she yep. still went out with you, huh? Yep, yep, yep. You mean she <laughs> like... She saw me, and she's like, yeah. She must like the, the gothic people or something. What do you call that? Sure, whatever. Mohawks and whatnot. Sure. And the heavy metal. Everybody's a fan. <laughs> it's Hollywood. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, so it was it was interesting because uh, I have never had what happened. Well, the thing is, I thought that the way that you talked about it and everybody who mentions it. You're breaking up and. The, the, everyone who mentions the movie makes it... You're breaking s- up. You still can't hear me, really. <whistles> Hello, Chep Chop, Checky Checky. What was that? I don't know. It sometimes kicks out, but, I mean, it's I can hear you fine. You know what I mean? And then it'll start to break up, and as soon as you go, you're breaking up, you kick off, and it'll show you go offline and then come back online. And But everything else is you know working fine, and I don't know. I don't have this problem anywhere else, so... Anyway, so when you first mentioned Catfish, you made it sound very sinister. And and whenever I'd heard anybody reference Catfish, they made it sound very sinister. And even the trailer makes it sound like, you know, it's like I expected that he was going to show up and it was going to be a knife-wielding maniac guy who lives in his basement or something. Yeah. But (laughs) to find out it's just some, like... Just some lame woman who who who's like living out a fantasy life in her head and like putting it online through fake people. That wasn't that. I mean, a that's not very difficult to grasp. I've seen that happen before. Um, and b it didn't seem like a huge like sinister thing. You know what I mean? 
You didn't think it was sinister. Well, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to. I, I wouldn't have made a documentary out of that. I've had weird things like that happen to me, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't think to make a documentary out of it. You know. I where think did you that, go to? Where did you go to see it? Oh, I, I I grabbed it from Netflix. Oh, okay. So so she came over to your place and you watched it. Yeah, yeah. I said, hey, I got that catfish movie we talked about. You want to come over and watch it? And she's like, yeah. Did she like it? Did she like it? Yeah, yeah. We both enjoyed it. It it wasn't. I mean, you know, she said that that's why she like doesn't meet people online. Like I'm the first person she's met online. So she's she's still she's in the in the mindset that I was in like. 12 years ago or or longer where it's like she doesn't want to admit in real life to anybody how she knows me and I'm like I, yeah. I got over that years ago <laughs> like, like well, you know see, I mean? the thing about it was the thing about it was the guy who you know was the main male character guy mm-hmm. he, what got me was he ended up liking the woman you know I mean, I don't mean he was in love with her or anything, but he, I don't know whether, do you think he felt sorry for her, or what do you think it was, the feeling he, I mean, they ended up being quite friendly, and... Yeah, I mean, he know. certainly wasn't, like, screaming mad at her. feeling sorry for her? It's, uh, you know, it's an awkward thing when you meet somebody whose pictures online are from either a different person, which I haven't had, um, well... Kind of, but uh, or like they're so long ago that they're a different person now, and it's just one of those things where it's like you know they're lying, they know they're lying, they know that you know, and and you just kind of go like I don't even want to get into this. It's just uncomfortable, and you just want to get out of there. It's like all right, well, I get it. You tried to be somebody else, and you failed, and uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. You know, you don't really get angry at them. You know, like, how dare you're not as hot as the girl you showed me photos of. You know, it's... <laughs> so it's well, like... if I remember correctly, the photos that he showed her was actually horror, but it was at a different age, right? No, no, no. All the photos that he that she showed him were of, of like, people she knew. Well, it seems like she was... She had photos. It seems like at some point you saw pictures of her when she was thinner. Uh, I feel like she had a painting done of her where she when That's she what was it thinner. Was. Yeah, it was the painting. That's what I'm. The painting was her. Yeah, and I mean, I called yeah. it kind of from the get go. Like in the first five minutes, it's just talking about this nine year old girl, and I go, "Oh, please don't let this be about a nine year old girl." <laughs> and then we're kind of laughing, and then the moment the mom gets involved, I was like, "All right." I already know what's going on, you know. But see, the little the little girl was the, actually the weirdest, spookiest part of it. I thought you didn't think that guy Vince was the weirdest, spookiest part. Well, he told the catfish story. How could you blame him? I mean, he no, was I into. Mean, I don't mean like weird, like as in he's a creepy character. But that's where it was like that to me was the big reveal. Was this guy even when when the dude showed up to meet his wife? And she had clearly told Vince, oh, I've been talking to this guy. You got the impression, like... Because he goes, like, what do you think of, you know, me talking to your wife and her relationship with me? And the guy's like, well, you're her biggest customer. And I was like, wait, wait, she's a whore? Like, that's the thought that I had in my head. But then you find out that he all along thinks that she's been selling her paintings to this guy. Well, see... 
which surprises the hell I out of me in a number guy, of levels. I thought the guy was actually mentally challenged. You know, he was like a almost a uh, disabled person mentally. Yeah, I would assume so. And he also had. And when he when know, he when he told the, the the catfish story, you know, that was just so profound to me. I mean, I thought it was great. Definitely, that was I, the I best know. part of the movie was him telling the catfish story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like it. Was you know, great. It, was, it, was it was definitely great. Yeah. I just, I, I guess, what I'm saying is that was the most unnerving part was to realize that this guy had no idea that his wife is like, you know what I mean? That she, she may. Yeah, I would be. More, I would be. I was expecting that he was like, "Who's this dude?" You know, which which seems a more obvious thing to say that she would just not even mention it. So it seems weird to me that she would even say anything. Well, the fact is that she she sort of it seems like she broke the news to him in 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 chapters, you know, like she would she would admit to one thing but not the other thing or something, you know. She kind of to the husband or to the guy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Until she actually told him. Now I got the same sense at one point, sort of in the when they first arrived at the house and all. Mm-hmm. I actually was starting to think that maybe she was some sort of prostitute or something. Did you think that? I I thought it once he said, you're her biggest customer. That's where yeah. I got the... I knew the moment... <laughs> I, I knew the moment he started talking to the the slightly older daughter. I yeah. was like... I was like... I, I paused the thing. And I turned to the girl. And I was like, here's how this is going to go down. Right? The mom is all three, is what I said. I said, the yeah. mom is all three of them. The mom's going to be this, like, homebody, lives on a farm, uh, overweight, <laughs> probably nerdy, uh, you know. And she's got this, like, she's pretending to be her daughter's. That's as far as, I didn't know that she went so far into the thing that she did. I thought, literally, she was like, the way I saw it, I thought she was, like, hacking her daughter's account, going in, writing messages, then deleting them so her daughter would never know. That's the way I yeah. thought. That's what I figured was going on. Well, I, I I looked at that thing particularly. I do this a lot with with documentary type stuff. I try to not think, if you know what I mean. In other words, in, you know, a lot of times when you're watching a movie, you're trying to figure out the plot or mm-hmm. you know who's the bad guy and what's going to happen. Sure. In these, in I love watching documentaries because I'm able to just sort of be neutral in my brain in other words i don't want to try to guess it or oh i know what's going to happen i try to keep away from that i just kind of let it flow into my brain and it's kind of a strange thing i do with documentaries i I do that with most movies i'll grant you that that's why m night Shyamalan lasted longer on me with than with probably anybody else is because i did that with Shyamalan films i I was like, I don't well, want to think. I can't do it for some reason. Really? For some yeah, reason, okay. it's a fictional movie type thing. I can't do that. I can't let it flow to me. I'm always trying to figure it out, you know, and guess what's going to happen and all that stuff. Hmm. And you know what kills me is on DVDs now. They want to give you all the back. They want to give you all the like the picture of the scene with the cameras shooting them in a fake room and all of that. Right. See that ruins that ruins movies for me. To, if I even see it like one time, it's hard for me to keep it out of my mind when they're making a movie. When you're watching a movie and then people are in their house with the table and they're talking, I don't want to be thinking about the cameras and the lights and people walking around smoking cigarettes and chewing dope or whatever they're doing. Right. You know, I, it drives me crazy when it when 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 that's what. 
when they show you all that. I don't know why people would even want to see that. That's the point I'm making. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, why no, people- I, I, I actually, oddly enough, there was a uh, there's a friend of mine who's a who's a huge porn star, and uh, she she posted a clip recently of like a backstage thing, like them getting ready for the scene, and. Yeah. Uh, Actually, she didn't post it. Somebody else posted it, and she was just like, "Oh, look, somebody's talking about me," or whatever. And I just was like, "I." I the next time I talked to her, I was like, "Who's you got to tell them to stop doing that? Because that's terrible. Because <laughs> it's these girls like sitting around talking about like their makeup and their clothing, and they're making jokes about different things, and they're like, "Got to go in there and perform." And it's like, "Got to go to work." And I'm just like, "You, you like." I don't get into porn at all anyway, but like if I was into it, you just destroyed me for life. I would have I would never watch another porno after that. I'd be like, "Oh, that's what's going on." And you're just sitting around being catty girls and whining about how various parts of your body hurt and this needs powder and that needs a cleaning and like I don't want, you know, like no. Don't don't do. It. So so oddly enough, I do agree with you. But only in porn. Uh but uh, interestingly enough, I heard an interview today with this guy, Stephen Tobolowski. He's a character actor. He's been in a million things. I don't know if you watch Californication, but... I don't know him by name, but if you tell me a movie, I might remember him. Oh, let's see. God, he's been in a thousand things. Uh, I'll, I'll look him up real Is he an older guy or a young guy? or? Uh, yeah, he's a slightly older guy. Not, mm, I would say probably in his late 40s or something like that. He's been in... Uh, well, uh, have you watched Californication yet this season? Not this season, no. Okay. Uh, let's see. He was in... Uh, I'm looking for... I'm seeing a bunch of TV shows. Oh, I guess he was in uh, Deadwood. He was Hugo Jari. Uh, Which guy was that? I have no idea. I and saw all of Deadwood. Entourage. Uh, no, wait. Um, let's see. Uh, Deadwood was so good. I just loved it. I'm trying to think of a... I mean, he's been in a lot of famous stuff, but he's a character actor, so he'd be like a guy you wouldn't actually remember. Is he like a big guy? He's kind of tall, yeah. He's a got a balding guy? balding head. Uh, uh, not so much... Let me see. What is he? Uh, uh, I'm looking for, like, like movies. I see a lot of TV shows that he just played a bit part on. Um, so I'm looking for the movies he's done. He's done, like... He's got 300 things. In Groundhog Day, he was Ned... I didn't see that. Okay. Uh, in Single White Female, he was Mitch Meyerson. He was Dr. Lamont and uh, in Basic Instinct. Uh, whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. He's a character actor. You know, All right. So uh, what happened? He was a dirty cop in Bird on a Wire, if you remember that. Um, uh, so, anyway, I heard an interview with him today, and he was talking about how when he was a kid, he wanted to be an actor because he wanted to... He wanted to be friends with Frankenstein and and the movie monsters. He thought, well, if I could start making movies like the rest of these actors, I could be friends with the with the monsters, and they wouldn't scare me or anything. I could, I could make. Fr- I would wonder what it'd be like to be friends with Frankenstein. <laughs> and I just thought that's the most fascinating reason to be an actor I've ever heard. Absolutely. Just to to want to hang out with the movie monster. Like, it's interesting because that would have been a very, like a, a window of time. Maybe six months of his life that he could have thought that. Where he knew just enough that the people on screen aren't really real. That they have a life outside of the screen. So he had to know at least that much. <laughs> but didn't know that there was people playing the monsters. And then also had to somehow think, well, they also hang out on set. 
and they have like jo- like lives outside. <laughs> like that's just a fascinating idea. So that's why he decided to be an actor is because he wanted to hang out with the monsters in the movies. <laughs> so so behind the scenes would have ruined it for him. You know, clearly, if there was such a thing back then. I don't know. Well, you know, I've, I've told you this before. When I was a little boy, five, six years old, my mother used to take me to the movies. And we started going together a lot because my dad traveled so much. He was gone all week. And... um she was a stay-at-home mom, so we spent a lot of time together doing a lot of things, going to the beach and all kind of stuff. But we, we used to always go downtown to the movies, and sometimes we would go to two movies in the same day at two different theaters because all the theaters were kind of bunched together in downtown New Orleans. And uh, she used to tell me we'd be watching a movie, and I would say something, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, I don't like that guy, or I do like that guy, or, you know, he's got a fancy looking hat or you know something that a kid would say and she used to say to me you know Tommy if you want to you could be an actor you could be an actor if you want to and she used to tell me that all the way until I was married with children <laughs> she she always thought I was going to be an actor she, she thought I could be an actor it was an amazing thing because I mean I never had any interest in you know being in a play or something, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> but you would think having that in your brain since I was a kid, it, it rubbed off on me on my love of movies. That's certainly what started that. But I never really had the, you know, I never really thought about being an actor. It just never seemed like anything I would, you know. For one thing, it seemed like it was all California stuff. Right. It was so distant, you know. That's why so many actors are from California. I mean, if you lived in Los Angeles and your mama was telling you that every day, then you might have some interest in, in yeah, doing yeah. it. You, know? you could walk down the street and get an <laughs> but audition. But being in New yeah. Orleans, I mean, I, it's not. it was so distant thing. I just never had any inkling of it. You know, I just never really thought about it. But I remember her telling me that all the time. She said, well, well, if, I, be, if I ever end up in a big movie where I can start casting people, I'd be like, my dad would make a perfect uh, this guy, chair number three. Gets a quick line, <laughs> and I could go there right now and be like the you know the, the rough old bartender or the hitman or the guy that gets killed because he kills somebody's wife, you know that kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know. Bartender might work. Uh, yeah, well, I know nothing about bartendering, but you could, yeah, uh, yeah. I would I would put you as like the guy you know wise man in the chair kind of thing, you know, in a barber shop or something. Oh, geez, just yeah. be like who just be like spouting just to nobody. You know, when I was a kid, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's why. It makes me laugh because I'm going to start thinking of the Bill Cosby routine about the, oh. <laughs> about the eight feet of snow. <laughs> well, all there was the was walk. dirt. We ate dirt, and we were thankful to get it. Uh, <laughs> God, I love Bill Cosby. Uh, I will say this: going real quick back to catfish. Um, I'll have to put a second disclaimer in there. Yeah. But uh, uh, there is a girl uh, I've talked to online uh, for uh, about five, six years now. And we've gotten close to meeting a few times. She doesn't live that far. She lives like in Orange County. So, you know, 45-minute drive. Uh, just so happy. I'm not going to drive all the way out there just to, you know, whatever. Uh, but whenever I'm in Orange County, I'll be like, hey, you know, whatever. And uh, it got really close about 
maybe uh, eight months ago or something like that, uh, it got really close to where we were going to hang out, and this was during the time that I didn't have a car, and then I had a car, kind of, uh, or I was going to rent one, I think it was, because I had just gotten that job, and uh, and I failed my driver's test that weekend, so I couldn't go, you know, hang out with her and stuff. You failed I know, drive. I know, I know. <laughs> well, look, you don't take the damn test for 16 years, you tend to fail it. When you don't Why do any studying. Because study? I thought, I, I've been driving for 16 years. I got this covered. <laughs> you know, whatever. I took the, pra- <laughs> oh, whatever. So I failed it the first time, so I couldn't. And they were like, they were. it was on a Thursday, and they were closed on that Friday and that Saturday. So they were like, you can come back Monday. And I was like, no, because I have a date this weekend. Uh, so it didn't work out. And then uh, we tried it like another time. The ne- the weekend after that was her birthday. And the weekend after that was, I think, my birthday. I don't remember what it was. And then, you know, two, three weeks went by. And then it was like, well, maybe we'll hang out this weekend. And we, we had lo- sort of loose plans. And then she ended up having to do something. And I ended up having to do something. So it's just never worked out. Uh, but it did occur to me, having watched the film, I, I thought, like, what if, like... I don't think she's necessarily this crazy woman and everything else. And, I mean, I'm really good at researching people. She would have to go through way more trouble than that lady in the movie went through. Like, a lot more trouble um, to fake it. Um, She runs, like, an online store, for instance, which uh, she attaches to various profiles online that have 100,000 friends. So, you know, it would be very difficult. Uh, amongst other things, to do all these different deals, um, and she yeah. has like her her friends that she interacts with, uh, and her interacting with them, and they all have photos of each other with each other. So again, oh. it would be tricky to to get them all with with that many friends. If they were just friends with each other, then yeah, whatever. But we're talking each one of these profiles has twenty thousand, thirty thousand people, you know, associated. So like, <laughs> um, how long has it been since you've had contact with her? Mm, about two weeks, maybe. I mean, you got a car now, so you can just drive out there. Yeah, I know, but it's, you know, it, it's that kind well, of thing. Let her drive to see you. Why can't she do that? Y'all could meet at the farmer's market. <laughs> we'll meet up at the farmer's market. Because, I, I don't know, it's just one of those things. I, I Get a tortilla and I, some I'll, I'll, I, I planned to. It was a time that I was really like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with her. And, and the wind is sort of out of my sails. Like, if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, whatever. Uh, you know, it, it's the kind of thing where I could send her this podcast and she'd probably give it a listen and then have a long rant about, you know, everything. Um, and, uh, so I don't know. Who, who knows what'll happen? I sincerely doubt anything ever will. It's sort of exciting to, well, I don't know about exciting. It's, it's interesting to me to just sort of know this person roughly, but never actually meet them. Um, cause what if, you know, what if they're faking it? And I don't want to ruin that. I'd rather just think like, well, it was this girl once and, you know, it's sort of interesting. I'd rather that than like I find out that it's some dude who wears lipstick or something, you know, and you know, because yeah. she sent me like cell phone photos, but they're always like of like half of her face. Really? Yeah. Or like that's very you know, suspicious. Yeah. You know, and that's there's only very, been, it's only happened su- twice, but still, it's enough to where you know. That's very suspicious, right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know, she's got girls. Do you know? Yeah, this is what you got to think. Girls about. are like, look, what, I don't have makeup on. You don't want to see me without my makeup. So now this just, is the way you got to think about this. Okay. If she was a good-looking, hot, foxy girl, she'd be sending you some. Uh, she would have evidence of her hot foxiness. Let's put it that way. 
In other words, she's hiding something. It's There's not no like way. I've never seen photos of her. I've seen hundreds of photos of her. Yeah. And she sent me photos like that, that like friends would maybe take with her cell phone or their cell phone, and then they would send to hers. But I'm saying like, <clears throat> like if she turned the cell phone towards her face to take a picture, I've only gotten like the lower half of her face, and and that's happened. Yeah, like that's I said, fair. twice. That, that, that's 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 yeah, you need to forget. <clears throat> This woman, <laughs> all because of that. Everything else throws out the window. Absolutely. Well, it makes yeah, sense. Like, girls are like you know, girls are very particular in this town about I'm not wearing my makeup and they don't want to be seen. They're very you I know. Like the one about the girl coming over to see catfish. I like that. That's better. Yeah, it's a better story. That's a better situation. Yeah, you no, know? it is. She's she's a good person. Uh, I like her. She's she's fun to hang out with and everything. Um, so yeah. you know. She didn't tell you to change your hair to or nothing, huh? I don't think she would dare. <laughs> uh, a, a, I don't think she has any problem with it. And B, she doesn't seem the type to ask people to change things about them. Really? She's real nice then, huh? Yeah, she's, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say she's like a sweetheart angel necessarily because that almost feels um, condescending. But, you know, she just doesn't seem the type that would... And besides, I think the moment somebody told me to do something like that, I'd be like, okay, this is getting too serious. You need to go. And I think that... I think I make that pretty clear to people, is that, like... Uh, the moment you The moment you start getting into, like, stuff that would make me feel like we were together in some form, either, hey, where are you going tonight? Or, you know, maybe we should see each other exclusively, or, hey, you should change your hair, or something like that. Once that starts happening... Uh, or they invite me someplace out of town, then I start going like, ah, you know what? We need to, we need to, we probably need to call this quits. You know, we need to break this off. You well, know? you obviously haven't met the one yet. That's for sure. Uh, I think that goes without saying, but I also think I thought about this today. Is I thought that because I love analogies, um, I feel like a lot of people. I think Are these that, analogies or metaphors? This is an analogy. I think that the analogy okay. being that, like, you wouldn't build a house unless you made sure the foundation was solid. Because if the sh- foundation is a little shaky, you don't go, no, let's put three stories on top of there. Because you know the day is going to come, a small earthquake or a bit of rain one day or too much stomping around upstairs and it comes tumbling to the ground or it shakes a little bit or, you know, something like that. So before you build a house, you make a solid foundation, right? You make sure everything's good and clean and clear and flat and smooth. And then you build Uh a house. And I feel like when it comes to relationships, it seems like people don't care what the foundation is. They feel like they'll fix it once it's built. And so they they get into relationships before they have any idea who they are or what they like or anything like that. And they sort of use other people to figure out who they are. And, and they build up this huge house, this relationship, if you will, <clears throat> sometimes lasts five, ten years. They can get married and things like that. And then, you know, right around year nine, go like, this is, I'm miserable. And this is all falling apart. And I don't know this person. I don't know me. And I don't know how I handle conflict like this. And and then, they, you know, the house comes crumbling down. Whereas where I'm at is is like, I, I know my foundation is shaky. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all kinds of broken. And I wouldn't build a house on top of this. Um, yeah. Maybe one day I will, not till I smooth out some serious cracks, and uh, I have no interest in doing that. So I'm not about to go building a house on top of shaky ground. And I, I think that 
it seems as though, and I don't mean to pass judgment on everybody anonymously, but it seems as though so many people don't care about that foundation, and they just they just build on top of it anyway and figure, ah, we'll work through it if it's a strong relationship. You know, like if the walls are strong enough, the house won't fall. And it's like you well, know, I never you know. recall with your mom, for instance, we never had any discussion of like what kind of relationship do we have? How strong is it? You know, should we get married because we in this situation and we have this amount of capital and we can buy this and we can do it? We, we, we never had any of those kind of discussions. <laughs> I think what it was is that I'm so, I'm still this way today and I'm, I'm admitting it to the internet world that's listening to us, including my present wife. <clears throat> I'm so oftentimes not the person people think I am. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm trying to do that or I have a scheme or something. It's like um, I can remember asking your mom when we were alone in a little boat on the Pearl River. I used to ask her all the time. We we talk about some very deep subjects when we did that because we were so distant from everybody during that time. I would say, do you have any question you want to ask me about anything, because I'll answer any question, give you the very honest answer. And she would say, no, I can't think of anything. <laughs> 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 it used to amaze me how she would do that. It was, you know, because I was thinking, I, I don't think she really wanted to be involved in with some guy that's got, you know, turmoil going on that she needs to know, that she doesn't know about. You know what I mean? And it was just, she didn't really... And I think most people are that way. They really rather not know. You know, if they love somebody, they just love them. They don't. They don't uh, necessarily want to find Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde under the cover somewhere. You know. But uh, yeah, I think that's what screws me up is that I feel like uh, I would want to know that. Um, and naturally, if somebody else was the thing is, you know. get to the point where it seemed to me that. It, Believe me, I hear these discussions from the young guys I know at the golf course. A lot of them are not married. Right. And I hear them talking about this, you know, when we playing golf or after we have we sitting around drinking beer and eating sandwiches. I'm usually drinking Diet Coke, however. But anyway, I hear them talking about, and this whole thing with relationships, it's, it's way too planned, in my opinion. In other words, there's all kinds of planning going on. It's like, well, this has to be this way, and I can't do that because I'll find out about this. And it's too much of that going on. I don't see how anybody actually ends up having a romantic, I can see <coughs> sexual stuff going on, but I mean having like a romance of love and everything. I don't know how they how they get around to that. I mean, I, I, I don't. There's too much. Yeah, we're too no introspective. I, I, I th that's what I'm saying. I think that relationships require a certain amount of lying. You know, at least a certain what? amount. I think that relationships require at least a certain amount of lying to sustain themselves. Yeah, I don't like that word, but you're right. Deception, I guess I would use. <laughs> well, in some cases, it might just be See, what, with, me, withholding a truth is one thing. Withholding a truth it de is definitely required. And then uh, there might be situations where actually lying would be helpful. Go ahead. That's what I was about to say. In other words, there's a great difference between lying and deception to me. I mean, 
if if you don't know something and I'm not telling it to you, I'm not lying. We're on the same page, yeah. 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 I don't believe in lie by omission. I'm with you there. Yeah. Well, if if I'm if I'm in the middle of telling something and I don't want you to know about it, I might uh, omit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't mean you and me necessarily. Right. But, I mean, I actually feel like my conversations with you, whether it's on this thing or just when we're on the phone or when we're talking, are very honest conversations. Yeah, ditto. Definitely. And, uh, frankly... I don't have a lot of luck with that with most people. Uh, and I think it's partly my fault and partly their perception of me, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I just uh, I just feel there's certain things that I'm probably not going to tell everybody. If somebody probably asked me, some question about it. I might have some explanation, but I, it's just uh, you know, I just have things uh, that I'd rather not anybody know. You know, anybody. I mean, right. God, Jesus, and all that they know, but that's you know. <laughs> that's see, see, as an atheist, uh, I don't have a God to go to to pray to and tell secrets. Well, so I, I just go up just, on stage I, instead, I guess. <laughs> you just haven't got to the point of of the faith needed. You'll get there. I, I hope yeah. I don't ever get there. Yeah, you will. You'll I get hope there. not. I hope it, it not. It becomes common sense as you get older. Mm. But anyway, mm. uh, the um, it's an interesting subject: deception and relationships. Because yeah, yeah go ahead. I thought catfish. I mean, as blatant as it was, I mean, it was a blatant deception. That you knew was going to be some sort of deception. You just didn't know how horrible it might be. I mean, it's like you kind of, I kind of was thinking they might end up being some kind of violence or something was going to happen to somebody. You know. Yeah, that's the way they make it sound. Yeah. Yeah, the commercial, the advertisements for the movie would led you to believe that somebody you were going to find somebody cut up in little pieces or something. Yeah. But, uh, and I felt that right up to the time they went in that house. I mean, I was thinking. The little girl is going to be hanging by a feet, or you know, upside down, the blood dripping on the canvas. You know, I, mean, I was thinking all these things like that, but uh, it, it was so well done because it was a total confession of somebody who's been deceiving somebody. I mean, it is you know, you don't you don't see that in the movie too often. I thought for sure. In my head, when he walked up to the house and he rang the doorbell, or actually he knocked, which pissed me off. I was like, ring the doorbell! They have a doorbell! They can hear it! You know, That pissed me off. I was like, why aren't you ringing? It's like he wanted to like not confront her, is what I felt. like. He didn't want to talk to her. That's why he knocked, and then his friend went around to the backside. And I think that's... That was his brother. Yeah, okay, well his brother then. I, I'm just saying, that, wait it was minute, clear. Wait Go ahead. That was an important factor to me. The honesty that he could have with his brother, he would not have been able to have with a friend. Okay. In other words, I don't think he would have done what he did with a friend. He it had to be his brother, or it wasn't, or him by himself. Mm. That, that's what I felt. I felt like it, it, the brother was very important to him getting to the bottom of the thing. All right. Well, I think his brother pushed him to it, but I, I mean, I've had, for, you know, I got friends, that, that girl I was telling you about, you know, the the one that I talked to over the years, 
I got friends who are like, yeah, come on, you, gotta, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think that if you, I think that's why he knocked and didn't ring the doorbell. I think he secretly, well, I don't know if so secretly, but I think that deep down he didn't want to know. He wanted to knock and, and leave it a mystery. Probably the same reason I, you know, same thing with me. You'd rather <laughs> leave it a mystery. That's why he didn't ring yeah, the doorbell. Because yeah. I'm like, if you really wanted to know, you'd ring it. But I, I thought, I, what I was surprised by was when she came to the door, the, the smartest thing she could have done has been like, who are you? I'm sorry, that girl doesn't live here. Yeah, I don't know why she didn't do that. It seems weird to me that she would just she wouldn't just go like, "I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about." You you sounds well, like she was been pretty. She was she was pretty. Uh, I think she liked that he did that. I mean, I think she liked that this was this guy. You know, what I mean, I think she liked that. Now, how she thought she was going to be able to confront him with it. Without telling him the whole story, that 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 was the part that I guess she fooled herself into thinking maybe he was going to like her the way she was or something. I don't know. See, that's the part that screws me up. Is that is that I guess what I'm thinking is like in her head, I she she clearly doesn't think she's as attractive as the girls that he was showing. She was showing pictures of. Oh yeah, she's she's clearly got that in her head, and so it's sort of like. I, I don't know how, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine... I've never faked who I was online. I've never pretended to be anybody else. So I don't really understand the mindset of doing so. I've had people pretend to be me a few times, which was creepy as hell. <laughs> um, there, was a, there was a guy who started a blog years ago and posted all my comedy and reposted my blog entries, but they were a year, they were a year later... And I had my videos on there timestamped. Like, on the video, it would say, this is from whatever date. And the blog was a year plus after... And I and the, and the entry would be like, here was me last night on stage. And this dude had, like, hundreds of fans. And I was like, what the hell? How does not me more popular than me? Uh, <laughs> that was very weird. But, uh... So I don't understand... Being other people online, and specific other people, not just a random other person, and it and it confuses me even more that it's like if you you're so sure that you're like terribly unattractive that so and so person wouldn't dig on you. It's weird to me that you would you would then pretend to be someone else instead of trying to make yourself better to attract those type of people. Yeah, uh, but you know, you're gonna. There's got to be millions of people doing that. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's very. A lot of people spend their whole life now, not forever, but uh, since we got into the internet, social websites and stuff. I mean, there's people. A lot of them are ugly women. That are they have nothing to do. I mean, they just sit on the computer all day, fiddling around with these with these things and en- envisioning things in their mind and all this. I mean, I've heard I it go imagine. both ways. I mean, I've, I've the girl I was watching with said that she met up with a guy who clearly was not the person in the photos. Well, I'm not saying men don't do it. Now, the, I think men that do that are, pro- are probably a little more scary than women that do it because men are, uh, you know. Yeah, that's probably. I true. bet you there's no telling how many married men. Oh, sure, sure. On a single, I mean, that's got to be pretty, pretty popular thing to do. I would think. There's entire websites for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. 
You know what? I'm going to have to go here. All right, all right. I'm past 7.30. All right. Huh? What's that? Uh-oh. Yeah, well, that was good. That was a good That was good topics we had there. That was good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Cool. Yeah, I had a, I had a good chat. They, you still they, there? Yeah, yeah. Are you not hearing me? Are we going to cut out a second here? Uh-oh. I think I lost you. Yeah, I, I Oh, there you, you are. Okay. Hearing. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah I, I don't uh, like do the video. Yeah. Well, sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. I don't know. It's very strange. I'm wondering if I, well... <laughs> <laughs> you see, sometimes when I do this, I hit my Skype button right after I put in my password before hitting the online thing. I just hit the Skype. Now, I understand I'm going I'm to be online as soon as I hit the Skype. I understand. Okay. But then other times, I'm already online, okay, mm-hmm. and I hit the Skype button. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that those are the times that we have the biggest problem. Now, why would that be? I have no idea. Because 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 opening a web browser is not is not being online, per se. It, they're not connected the same way. You know, uh, I mean, it, it would it's it would be like if you got into a car in neutral. If I open my Internet Explorer, Internet Explorer thing, yeah, my big E, I hit that and I go on. It, up up comes my email. Okay, sure. You're telling me I'm not online? Uh, if the email shows up, you are online, but I'm saying okay. that the browser has nothing to do with you being online. It, 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 the analogy would be if you were in a car in neutral and you started moving down the hill, you were like, well, I'm driving. Well, no, you're not because the car's not on. Well, I'm driving because I'm moving down the hill. And it's like, no, but you're just sitting in the, you know, once the engine engages, well, then, What else you know. could happen if, if I hit the browser button? What else could happen other than me going on? Well, if you're not connected to the internet, then the browser will come up and say you're not connected to the internet. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying is the browser needs your needs an internet connection in order to to show you anything. So what I'm saying is that you need that connection, and you have that connection 24 seven. It never goes away. So as yeah. long as you have that connection, you are quote unquote online, and you can use anything that accesses the internet, like Skype or your web browser or email or anything else. I understand that. What I'm getting at is the order in which I do this thing with the video, where I'm using my camera and all that. I'm just wondering whether it makes some difference whether I just go straight onto the internet with the Skype without going through the browser. It should, That's yeah, all. yeah, because it it'll take precedence over anything else, and uh, and if you have okay. a browser open to your email in the background, then the whole time we're online, it's checking your email over and over again to see if you got new email. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do from here on out. I'm just going to hit the Skype and go from there. All right. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. I love you. Be careful driving around in that crazy town. Indeed, I will. Take care, Dad. Love you. That's you. Good night. Good night.